So there's a lot of headlines about peers getting fired. I think from what I can garner and what I can find, like background information, the most accurate version of events that I think probably occurred is that ITV asked him to apologise for his comments about Meghan Markle. He didn't want to, so in the end, he decided to leave rather than to apologise on air. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had some sort of shock jockey position lined up at like, I do believe Rupert Murdoch, um, obviously the guy behind a lot of the right-wing newspapers and media um, in this country in the United States, I do believe he's setting up another channel. So I wouldn't be surprised if kind of see Piers there because he's quite good at that kind of like controversial. Um, he's 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 a good controversy monger. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, I think ITV are going to be sad to lose him because yeah. obviously he was probably a big ratings draw. But at the same time, um, I believe there's about forty thousand complaints yeah. due to what he was saying about Meghan Markle. Yeah. So I think in their minds they had to address the issue with yeah. him because they didn't want too much blowback. And um, I'm no legal expert, but I reckon from their perspective, and I believe Meghan Markle was actually one of the people who complained to them. Really? Yeah, she was. Yeah, from she actually lodged a complaint with ITV. I, I think they're probably worried from their perspective if there will be kind of legal proceedings because of mm, slander mm-hmm. and whether they were worried that like what he was doing was kind of delving into that realms of slander. Okay. Um, and like I said, I'm no legal expert, so I'm not sure if he was doing that or he wasn't doing that. Yeah. Um, from what I was seeing, he was using a lot of conjecture as fact. So he was yeah. kind of stating his opinion as fact Yeah. rather than kind of doing what a journalist should really be doing and going... I've got this information. Um, here it is. Make what you will of it, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, it's quite difficult in his position in the sense that Good Morning Britain is kind of set out as like an opinion piece program, like, mm. and, and Piers does state his opinions on a daily basis. But yeah. I think the difference with this is that he was basically, unlike something, say, like he talks a lot about like trans issues, or whatever. Unlike that, where you can have an opinion broad opinion about like a a broad subject he was talking about an individual yeah and obviously like when it comes to an individual um if you're having an opinion with them and you haven't got any facts to back it up back it up that's where it becomes sort of more problematic from a legal standpoint yeah um but i want to kind of get your views and your opinions whether you think it's good that he's kind of left whether it's bad and yeah where do you kind of stand on the whole Piers Morgan well, situation right the f- now? The first thing I would say is, is um, going to what you talked about, about the state of the opinion as fact. Um, yeah, like a journalist should do. A journalist should obviously gather his information, present it, say, this is what I found, this, this, that, and the other, and this is what it is. Or even if you've got opinion, like you said, broad topics. But this particular topic is, again, yeah, about an individual, but also it's something... And I use the word sensitive because it's, I don't want to say it's a matter of life and death, but it is when you're talking about things like suicide. I don't know about Piers' background in terms of it, like what he's done and studied before, but I don't know. Is he an expert in psychology? Is he, does he, how is he able to kind of make that call over like when one, he wasn't sitting in a room with someone, two, it's an edited conversation that's pre recorded. And three, let's be honest, 
you have these emotional ties to not I want to say emotional ties but say you have a relation with you had a previous relation with her that's obviously gonna skew any sort of um analysis that you have on this person if you even if you were a professional expert um so I don't think he has any kind of like good footing to stand on to start spouting out oh I don't believe her this that and the other and I think also as well forget all that even if you were a professional even if you were like some scientific analysis that can read um personality traits and mannerism and body language and stuff like that even if you were one of those people um even if you were it's incredibly you're a presenter you're a television presenter first that's what you're doing you're there to present you're there to present to your fans um whether it be your fans and Susanna's fans or GMB fans across the UK you're that's what you're you're there to do in the morning to then deny someone's thoughts on a topic of suicide to then say to them oh I don't believe you and really nothing no nothing no concrete thing behind that on live tv in front of like thousands of people watching i think it's incredibly stupid i think it's insensitive not because and selfish as well because at the end of the day there are going to be people watching this program that have gone through what megan has gone through whether megan is lying or not it doesn't matter there are people going to be watching what she has said and they're going to have felt a type of way they're going to feel a type of way towards that and it's going to just rile up a lot of people and it's going to get everyone like you say complaining 40,000 complaints ringing in kicking off um they're gonna then then ITV is now under the banner of you're not supporting people with mental health issues you're an advocate for suicide and did that and the other and stuff and then it really yeah and then it really um starts to affect the business in a really bad way so when it comes you to want to people... know something interesting quickly before you carry on um so mind uh we were one of the biggest mental health chari- charities in the country yeah they are actually were working closely with itv on oh, like well, mental health campaigns there and you go. they 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 lodged a serious complaint when he made that assertion so obviously that was that that made it kind of carry even more weight yeah, but yeah car- carry on i there just wanted go. to exactly. kind of in, yeah so yeah so exactly well there you go and that always that's obviously a conversation that itv all the higher ups they would have had with piers morgan and stuff like that you can't be if you're like you said if you're um partners with this charity and then one of your main people your main presenters is to go and say something as insensitive and selfish as that and the reason why i say selfish as well is because let's be honest it is because of your past relationship and say yours is um it's because of Piers' past relationship with megan which was let's be honest it was just a couple of, like drinks in a pub apparently and like i don't know probably a couple phone calls and a text over whatsapp and like like, like really i don't like I, I think it's pathetic and i'm baiting i feel like he's basing all of his accusations and opinions and how he feels on just because of his past like encounters with her like you called her a cut and run someone who just cuts off people and this that and the other it doesn't matter if that's how she wants to behave and that's how she wants to treat people 
depending depending on how people treat her then that's all however she fucking wants to deal with it for then you to then go i don't believe her suicidal thoughts because she's a cut and run i don't buy any of it she's an actor she's an actress blah 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 and it's like it's kind of i don't know man i think it's all a bit retarded and that's just uh, that's just that and then uh, and then mm. that there's a, there's a television there's the insensitive way you're behaving on television like i said being the presenter and meet like hunt thousands of people watching this and they like you said the charity that supports obviously mental well-being and stuff like that and you're, you're going to go and say that it kind of just compromises and contradicts itv's work and what they've been working towards so as a business i think a conversation should have been had with peers and like you said something about they've approached him and they, they tried to get him to apologize something like that yeah, so they basically, uh, and obviously this is behind the scenes stuff, so we can't know the full veracity of it. Yeah. But he basically said that, um, from what the source that I was reading, that Piers was asked, look, can you apologise, da 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 about some of the comments you've made? And he was like, no, they're my opinions. Um, so to kind of give the whole context, Piers did apologise for calling in her mental health and her suicidal claims in into question he did apologize for that he did say um that he shouldn't have done that and that like the crown um anyone like in the palace like the crown if they weren't helping megan markle with her mental health when she came to them like they should be held to full account yeah um but he wasn't going to apologize overall for the other comments he made and that's why they weren't happy with him. Um, okay. So it, it's important to say he did apologise for at least the mental health. I'm not saying whatever else he did was right, but he did apologise for those, for for that aspect. Um, so I think um, they were basically asking him, look, can you just retract like the majority, like basically like what you're saying with, about Meghan Markle in general. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, which... That that one's a slightly more complex subject because mm-hmm. obviously, I I I can completely kind of get behind what they're doing with it because you can't call into something <clears throat> unless you have serious like evidence, like a journalist, for example, mm. to make that kind of statement that they don't believe something to be true. You need serious facts and evidence to back that up. Like I'm I'm talking about like say he was there and it's like I don't believe it and I have this evidence of someone at the palace who has a voice recording of her saying, I'm going to pretend to have mental health issues because um, it will help me get public sympathy, for example. And that was caught on like a, a voice tape and they had other evidence to go along with it. That that then might be a different conversation because you actually have concrete evidence. Mm. But you're saying in your, your state, in your opinion, to be almost fact that you're like, well, like she clearly doesn't have mental health issues. Where Where are you getting that from? Yeah. Where? Where yeah. are you getting that from? Like you can't it's not like you're at home with your partner and you're saying that. You're saying that to millions of people. Yeah. And like you kind of were saying earlier, um and and I can I can't speak from the mental health angle, but I can speak from having a physical illness and like there are certain stigmas that are shared in in common, one of those being that a lot of people biggest fear in that situation is that you aren't going to be believed and most people who have a mental illness or another type of illness like they've had certain situations where they've had it called into question for no reason by people like Piers Morgan Mm. and it can be quite a hurtful traumatic thing to go through Mm. and like you said if, if he's calling out a public figure then how many people going through a similar situation to to what Megan are going through or what she had gone through I should say 
um, they're going to now feel like, oh, I can't come out and talk about this and that because people aren't going to believe me. Do you exactly. know what I mean? So exactly. it, it is very like, um, it is like an issue in that regard. So, um, so yeah, I definitely think he should have apologized for those remarks. Whether he should have to apologize for his whole thing on, on Megan, maybe, but only in the sense that he seems to have like a real personal vendetta. And yeah. he's dedicated an obscene amount of airtime to one person. Yeah. And let's be honest, yes, she's a public figure, but she's not a particularly important public figure in like affecting world events. Do you know no. what I mean? She's not she's not Boris Johnson. She's not um Bi- like President Biden. Like yeah. he, she's not a world leader. She doesn't affect world events. So why are you dedicating this inordinate amount of airtime to one individual? Yeah. Like you were saying, it does seem like almost like a like a grudge. Yeah. And uh, I think ITV probably did panic when she lodged that complaint because they're probably thinking she might be able to have like quite a good case of harassment here Yeah. in terms of, you know, um, and I was speaking to my girlfriend. She was like, yeah, because if you had a guy or a girl or whatever who was constantly like showering, showering you with all these insults and stuff, you would probably have a case for harassment there. Do you know mm. what I mean? So, mm. um it did it did kind of tweak something in my mind because I was thinking, well, yeah, that's kind of true because um, in that context, if I had a girl who was constantly berating me on social media and like via text, via her, I could get up to a situation where I'm like, I'm, I need to go to the police for this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think sometimes we lose that context because we look at someone like Piers Morgan. Oh, he's a he's a big public figure. He's a journalist. He's a news broadcaster. Like but the people rules are, are people. different for him. Yeah. But really, like people are people, like you said. And also, um, people like Piers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like Piers are public opinion pe- uh, people. I don't really view them as journalists anymore mm. because he just goes on TV every day and states opinions. He doesn't really journalists kind of create like they find stories they back them up with evidence and that's what really a journalist should be do you know what Mm. i mean but he's more of just an opinion piece person Mm. and look to his credit um he draws in tons of views and i think Um, think sometimes some and 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 he can be quite entertaining sometimes like um a lot of shit it says a lot of dumb shit but then says a lot of things you're like okay do you know what i mean yeah (laughs) it's like it's like he's he's a mixed bag right Um, yeah but he's like rebels <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get. You're gonna get some shit in there all. sometimes. Yeah, you'll yeah, get like a yeah. Malteser every now and again. Yeah, so he's definitely entertaining. So I'm, I'm sure ITV are, are kind of pissed that they've lost him. Mm. Um, I think more frustrated as well. Like, why have you got? And I've said now we've got a now. Well, now they, it's a whole. It's a whole hassle of who they're gonna find. Uh, now it's and, a, it, yeah. they're corporations. They love to to make money. So when yeah. they lose someone who's making the yeah. money, they're obviously gonna be upset. But I yeah. think. Um, the problem they're going to have is kind of balancing that dynamic that her and Piers had, like uh, Susanna Reid and um, Piers had, because at the end of the day, like they were kind of like, they had quite a good chemistry in the sense that she was like the conciliatory one who was like, kind of trying to be friendly to guests and kind of like um, hear their point out. And he was like the aggressive one trying to like be like, you're wrong. Da, 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 da. And they had this kind of like chalk and cheese kind of dynamic going on. So I don't really know who they're going to find to replace him. Um, but yeah, they wanted to jump into another question about peers actually. Where I think it's more contentious. 
what are your views on people that are saying he's racist? Um, Alex, the weatherman, and I back him on this one. He doesn't believe Piers is a racist. I thought, to be honest, I don't think Piers is a racist. I reckon Alex, um, the weatherman who's mixed race, who had who kind of sparked the whole kind of thing where he left. Well, he didn't spark it, but that was the, the last kind of like argument row that they had where he kind of walked off the set. Um, Alex said, yeah, I don't believe you're a racist. And I 100% like like black man to black man. Like, I can hear the struggle Alex has been through where he's walked into certain settings and scenarios and he's heard the over and covert racism he's walked in he's had those awkward conversations those discussions that are oh, what color is your kid's hair and all the weird shit I, I i hunt i do hear him when he says he's been through it all so as someone who's working with this guy day in day out every morning like five days a week and to, to come out and go I don't believe you're a racist well I don't have any sort of evidence to kind of I don't I don't know peers like that but I yeah I agree yeah. With, I agree with that I don't think he's a racist either and that's someone who has got no experience um with peers I just see this guy on tv shouting shit I think he is a oblivious person I think he's oblivious to certain racial aspects and that's fine um, a lot of people um, who aren't black couldn't be oblivious to certain racial issues. There are some people who are aware, like yourself, who are aware of like what black people go through and what they see and stuff like that because you're able to kind of put yourself in other people's shoes and stuff and you're not selfish, you're selfless and you kind of see, you kind of think, oh, how would that feel if I was in the circumstance of, um, or position? I don't think Pierce does that. And yeah. that, and it's not just for black people. It's not just for race. It's just for things across the board in general. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's more. Yeah. His, and I think that's just his character. Um, you could say that I'm quite oblivious to certain things that probably that a gay person has gone through. Like my boss is gay. My cousin's gay. Like I know a lot of people that are gay, but there are probably things that I have misinterpreted or I haven't seen because I'm not walking in their shoes. But obviously, if I was to step back, take a minute, and put myself in their shoes and understand something that they're going through i'd go oh shit yeah now i see where he's coming from or yeah, i see where yeah, she's yeah. coming from but i don't think pierce does that pierce just goes this is what i think this is what it means you need to kind of man up and do this that and the other and it's kind of like no pierce this is where they're coming from this is where this person's coming from when he talks about churchill and old britannia i think um i made i had this metaphor that i made earlier i said pierce is like a um Piers is like those kids, those mums here, yeah, they love their kids so much. And yeah. then they go to parents' evening and then the head teacher's like, we need to have a word with you. And then the parents like, yep, yeah, sure, what's up? And they're like, your kid, Johnny? Yeah, he's a shit. Like, he punches people, <laughs> he punches people, he spits, he calls all the kids cunts, he's, he swears, he fights, he steals, he robs. He, he He's a really bad child. And the parents are like, how dare you how dare you call my, my johnny was an angel he's a saint he wouldn't do a thing like da, 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 da. and they have so much love but they can never take any criticism for whatever's being criticized and i yeah. feel like he has that when it comes to england it's kind of like i was gonna call him boris there for a second i'm like Piers, look we're not saying england's out and out racist but there are a lot of racist um elements in the country that still exist now that needs that that that's there it's not so yeah. blatant that it's in your face 
but we are experiencing it is happening day in day out so we're not we're not on the level of america of course not but probably worse at sometimes because we're sly about it we're more quiet about it yeah, we kind yeah, of like yeah. we hide it we it hides in our work it hides in our jobs our, our families livelihoods neighborhoods it hides it's not as obvious and i think peers is so kind of like no 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 britain britain england like we're fine like we're, we're a welcoming nation we welcome the commonwealth the commonwealth the commonwealth i'm thinking mate that's that's isn't that like colon that's like colonialism and shit they've gone around to like loads yeah. of countries and gone we're gonna like take over this and take this is ours that's ours that's ours that's built up on racist racist shit do you know what i mean obviously yeah, like things yeah. I, don't, I don't know too much about it but like just looking at our country as a whole like i've seen a lot of shit as a black person growing up living in and out like southeast london and shit and stuff like that peers wouldn't see it Piers wouldn't see it and like no, I don't want his, his his quote unquote high castle with all like where he's grown up with his family and stuff like that. I'm just making a guess here. Yeah. I'm hazarding a guess just because of how he kind of comes across and how he presents himself. So when he's going on, so I think it's more of an ignorance and an oblivious um, viewpoint that he has on Britain that like I, he that where he where he just kind of doesn't think there's nothing wrong. And yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, I I think there's like um. I don't really like the word racist, to be honest with you, by and large, just because it's too all-encompassing a lot of the mm. time. Mm. Because you, you, if you say the word racist, it, it kind of makes it seem like everyone's on, on the same playing field. So yeah. it's almost like a Piers Morgan's as bad as like a, a KKK Grand Wizard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, <laughs> it's obviously absurd. Um, I, I think you, yeah, you broke that down in a very like nuanced way, to be honest with you. I can't add too much more. I'll just say that, like, I think if Piers Morgan, for example, was to see, you know, avert racism, if he saw, you know, a white person call a black person the N word, he'll be the first one to be like, that's outrageous and stuff. Yeah, he'd be, I reckon he'd be disgusted. Yeah, I'm, co I'm yeah, confident. Yeah, yeah, I'm confident yeah, enough to I'm say that. I'm, com I'm confident in that, but I, I agree with you. I think he has a lot of blind spots. And, yeah. You know, um, I do sometimes think like the people who criticise him and come on his show who talk about the UK, there's extremes, right? And Piers is on one extreme where he believes like the UK is this like great nation of liberty and spread liberty around the world and done all yeah. these amazing things and Churchill's amazing, don't criticise yeah. Churchill. Yeah. And, he, you know, he, he quite often, and I I believe ITV do this to get figures, is, is, is you get figures by having two controversial people at each other. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. They get someone on the other side who's like, Britain is just just beyond the pale. It's a white supremacist society. There's nothing good about Britain. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll have like the extreme view on the other end. Whereas I think, you know, the truth, truth lies somewhere in between. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. You know, you take, take someone like Churchill, for example. Some people are saying he's racist just for using a quote by Churchill. And I'm going... Yeah. Churchill's a very complex figure. Of course, he was very racist in a lot of ways, especially with his views on, on India. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, it's unquestioning that he helped stop the worst or most evil person in the world at that time who was leading the most evil regime at that time in the world. Mm -hmm. And without him, without him trying to, um, you know, get the great britain into the war we may have never joined the war we may have capitulated to the nazis in which case the nazis might still be a thing to this day so yeah because I'm, 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 I'm not yeah because so, so like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a complicated yeah, individual yeah because because I mean? even like to back the churchill thing i mean a lot of people do kick off about Churchill and go he's a racist da, 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 slaves and all this and stuff but 
like I do, I do look back at that situation and everyone was kind of like turning around to Churchill and going like, no, allow Hitler. He's cool. He's not going to do nothing. He's yeah, not going to do nothing. Yeah, that was He's the majority opinion. And the majority the time, of yeah. people were like, no, Hitler is sound. I, I promise you, Hitler is not going to invade any more countries. Next day, mm. Hitler invades France. It's just kind of like, well, we now yeah. we have to stop this man now. We have to do something about it. And everyone's yeah. like, mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and if they had listened to people like Churchill earlier, then we might have stopped the Nazis earlier and maybe stopped the the, the Holocaust. But that's mm. that's, that's all. a whole different. So what I'm just basically saying is that yeah. he's a very complex individual. Yeah, there's a lot of bad and there's also quite a lot, a lot of good, good as well. Um, yeah. and and you could even look at someone like Abraham Lincoln. By today's standards, he's incredibly racist. Mm-hmm. But by the standards of his day, he was better than a lot of people. And you know. You know, it's not a case of he. You know, people say he freed the slaves. It's a bit of a sh- stupid over exaggeration. But he was, you know, instrumental as president in starting a civil war that did help end slavery in the United States. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he, he, this is what frustrates me. Is you know, we're living in a day now, and we're doing it with Piers Morgan right now, where people are trying to label him as either this free, free speech hero who's like unimpeachable, like he's saving free speech in our era, or Otherwise, he's just a racist, and it, it it's very black and white. I I just don't like this way of thinking that seems to be more and more prevalent in society right now, where either someone's entirely evil, entirely good, and there's no in between ground. It it's just an absurd way of thinking that's unfortunately becoming more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, I always talk to you about like on Twitter, like if you're like left wing, you're called a communist. If you're at all right wing, you're called a Nazi, and it's like. I don't really think. I think that's quite extreme way of yeah, labeling people. Yeah. So, so yeah. Like, no, I so don't... I can only be one or the other. Yep. Is that like, well? No. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it. You know, if I support Labour, I'm a communist. If I support <laughs> the Conservatives, I'm a Nazi. It's just a bit silly, really. But like, yeah. but but you know, people are doing it with public figures now, and I don't actually particularly like Piers. I think he's a, as a person, he's not a particularly nice person. But yeah, he's a bit irritating. I'm not. I'm not stupid enough to not see that he has certain values in the sense that look he's a good showman you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. undeniable he's probably the biggest draw to gmb in the morning Mm -hmm. i would say do you know what i mean i think a lot of people tune in just to see peers and what his opinion or take will Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. especially like um even me i've I've clicked on quite a few of the youtube clips do you know what i mean yeah on my phone or whatever to see this you know argument that goes down and so on those videos draw millions of views. So he's yeah, definitely yeah. a massive draw. Um, yeah. I think, you know, in my personal assessment appears he's not a particularly nice person. Good showman, um, could be entertaining, um, but can also be incredibly annoying. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's my kind of like more kind of honest assessment of him. But I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't just go like, he's a racist. Does he have, like you said, ignorant views on things? Of course he does. But, you know, I think we too readily and too easily just attribute labels to people this this yeah. day and age. Yeah. It's an easy way to not really have an argument. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. I don't know if there's anything more you want to add to the conversation or another question you want to pose before we go. Nah, um, that's, that's yeah. the about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as always, guys, if you enjoyed our little conversation, follow us on our various different social medias. Give us a like, share our content, and we hope you have a great, great day. Peace. Sound.